0: Let's begin where we started off last week. I left off with speaking on that God created us in His image and His likeness. Yes. I'm going to give a quick brief preview. In, a le- in, a, um, in His likeness. and God says let us make man. He, when He made us, He gave us full authority, complete authority, and then He blessed us. In Genesis 1, He created the man. The man is the name of the spirit. So let's not get twisted, man or woman. It's the it's it's the name of the spirit. This is a man. This is a woman, and this is a male man. We get it, okay? So when I'm talking about man, because a lot of people, oh, what about the females? They're in there. When God created one, He created the whole world in, in Adam. Amen, amen. So He gave him authority. The Bible says that that. Uh, then in Genesis 2 He created man out of the dust of the ground. That was the physical Adam. He took the spiritual Adam, the man, and breathed it into the physical Adam causing the first human being to be born. He gave him complete authority. Adam had a job. We are composed of three areas. We are spiritual, we're, we're spirit, the likeness of God. We are physical, that is the uh, legal aspect of how we operate in the physical realm, Amen. and then we are soul. And soul is composed of three things, your education, your wisdom, your knowledge, your life experience com- is composed of your soul. Adam, soul was a blank sheet because he had no experience. He had no ex- uh, life experience, he had no wisdom or anything. He was like a baby being just born. The Lord Himself came and walked with Him through the cool of the day and imparted wisdom upon Him. And you can imagine those of fathers who, are, who walk with their kids and, and the kids begin to say, Oh, Daddy, look toy! Oh, Daddy, Daddy, look at the airplane. Look at this. The excitement. Imagine the excitement of Adam as he walked down in the cool of the day in the garden. God, God, Lord, Lord, orangutan, monkey, lions, tiger! Oh, my God. And God will walk with Him. My son, yes, yes. Imparting wisdom upon Him. There was a relationship. He understood he was. Actually, he made a, pray- a phrase. that says, Lord, I praise you. For I am awesome and fearfully made in your image. Amen, amen. What happens down the line? As we know, sin fell, came into the world. Adam fell. Sin into the world. There was the separation of Father and Son, Creator and creation. No longer we could have run to his presence. What happened there also was the separation or the disorder of the physical, the spiritual, and the emotional. Now it became a war of who would be in charge of each other. And I gave the examples of why um, a, a Christian may be saved, but can unite with others, or, or front they are united, and then come to another section and talk about the system, because <laughs> they can't trust them because they're not in peace here. I cannot be in peace with you if I'm not in peace with me. So, long story short, Jesus Christ came as the second Adam. He created a bridge where we were able to come back. Through the blood of Jesus, we were redeemed. Praise God, we were redeemed. We are so redeemed, that's why we're here. So he actually transfers back in from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. What happens there? The spirit man, the man, was reconnected with his creator, with his master, with his God. One this again. But, The soul and the flesh still were not united. There was still a a battle. One of the phrases I used was the Apostle Paul. That what I want to do, I don't do. And that what I don't want to do, I find myself doing. And he used there. See, if the spirit man is connected to the Lord, that's awesome. You're saved. Sounds to deliver. You're going to heaven. But you weren't created to go to heaven. You were created to rule on earth. To be his representative on this earth. So to, to do that, your spirit man must be aligned with your soul and your flesh. And sometimes you get a combination. See, it has to be a, a complete combination of the three for you to be totally floating in the, in the anointing of God. If the, fresh, the man is connected with his spirit, with his soul, that means his emotion is connected. That's why he could come to church, praise God, and, 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 and speak a words of, of exhortation and, and, and do certain things. But once he leaves the church, the front of the people, and he's out in the world, he'll do things that he shouldn't be doing. He'll begin to drink, and, and then he'll make excuses for it because his, soul, his body is still not submitted unto the spirit man. Then you get the, uh, uh, the opposite way. The flesh might be submitted and he maintains himself. He separates himself from doing things of the world and, and he concentrates himself to the Lord. So you got the man and the flesh, but his motions, his soul is, is not connected. That's why one day he's praising and the next day he's cursing. That's why one day he, he's praising, but then he's, he, believe, he believes the Word of God that he's a mourner, a conqueror. Walks out of the church, he says, I can't do this. Because it's his motion, is all over the place. And as long as the enemy can keep you unbalanced, in out of order, he can always play with you. Because the emotions was given to you as a weapon, and a weapon to feel and understand. But the enemy takes it and, and goes against us. Now our feelings, well, Brother Nate says something, but I don't feel him. What's that? But once we, 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 we put ourselves back in order, begin to operate, certain things operate certain things begin to be produced. A seed has a command to produce after its own kind. I gave the example of the apple. The apple seed has a command in it to produce... <coughs> apple. The apple seed cannot produce bananas, it cannot produce oranges, because that's not the command that was given into it to receive. Well, the seed has a command to produce that what it came from. Right? And I also gave the example that we have a command. The sp- spirit man, the man, has a command to be fruitful and multiply. Now, the, what he's supposed to produce is, is, is what he came from. And what does he produce? I said, to make this short, he, Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit. He's supposed to produce love, peace, joy, long-suffering, uh, uh, meekness, kindness. The Bible says, such things of these, there is no law against it. What I'm actually describing is also is the character of Jesus Christ. So he's producing what he came from. Jesus Christ. We are his image on earth. We are his authority on earth. That's why when sickness is around, when we walk in in the presence of God, when we walk in with in our authority, when we walk in back back in unity, the spirit and soul and the flesh back aligned the way it's supposed to be operating and connected with, it has to be connected with the Father, if not you ain't doing anything, connected with the Father, we can walk into a room of, of chaos and bring order because the anointing, because greater is He that is in, than is in the world. Amen. I don't need to jump around and bind a name it's just my presence, because He who's in me controls the atmosphere. That's why the enemy doesn't want you back to be aligned yourself, always bickering with each other. Because as long as we're bickering with each other, we're not focusing on God's desire. That was last week. In continuation. God is a covenant God. He is a covenant God. When He covers with you, it's for life. In the Old Testament, there would be several clans. uh, There would be farmers who will produce... And, but of course they got jumped by the neighborhood gangs and they will get robbed and, and, the, and they will get beaten. So what they will do, they will go to another clan who are, who are, who are, are warriors and they will make a covenant with them. And he says, sir, I, I need to make a deal with you. It says, if you protect us, if you allow us to wear your name and banner, we'll, your men will never starve. We will supply them with all the food they need. So a covenant was made. Every every neighborhood gang knew that if they came against us, they were coming against them. So they left us alone. That's covenant. Amen. When God made, made covenant with us, He told He He made a sign. Every demon, every principality, if you touch them, we're coming after you. Right. Oh man, you guys are not getting this. Right. Right. <laughs> we have the backup of heaven. Itself and the almighty I am Will back you up In the, in the braces of your mouth right. He inhabits In the commands that you give He will fulfill Because when we're not commanding what we decide <laughs> Because in relationship See, I thought a certain way I acted a certain way When I got married certain things had to change We had to adjust each other for each other So I think automatically, well my wife okay, so I automatically flow how what my wife will like, and guess what? I I learned to like it too. (laughs) She's not here, right? Okay. (laughs) But but do you know what? Twenty seven years later, I'm loving it. So with the walk with the Lord, I begin to not want what I want, but I begin to desire his desires. And you know what? As you go along, his desires are greater. His will is better. You know, his joy surpasses my understanding. There's nothing greater that he has that I don't want need. Everything I want, he has better for me. So when I get to put my foolishness to the sides and cling on to his desires and will, I'm walking in awesomeness. Amen, amen. 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 The Bible says that every place the sole of our feet touches is ours. Amen. I command here. Amen. Now I'm commanding here. Now we're commanding here. One sent a thousand, two said ten thousand. A united room of believers will send a couple demons flying. That's what I'm saying some people will not know what hit them. Because we're not coming out there just for the excitement of a name, of a banner. See, we understood in the old days, when they went to war, they carried carry a banner. Yes. They knew that when they had the name of their protector, the name of their king, they knew they were imbundable. They couldn't be touched. You don't understand. Bullets came. They—they they, they weren't afraid. He's not gonna hit me. And if it does, he'll rise to me. Amen. There was no fear in them. If the believers of today will understand the covenant that is in with them and the Father, we can go out on the streets. I'm not saying be foolish. I'm saying be wise. I'm saying walking in your anointing. I'm talking about taking the next level of faith. I'm telling you, the bullets won't touch you because the angels will block them for you. I'm telling you, you'll walk into areas and proclaim because who you coming for. covenant God. I serve an awesome covenant God. Amen. Awesome covenant God. Do you? Yes. yes. Thought pastor, we'll talk later. Awesome covenant God. An awesome covenant God. In the awesome covenant with the God, there should be an, it's automatically a certain excitement about you. Sports fans, who no longer bet on games. When Mike says, "Hey, Tony, Knicks on the 12," they're going for it. It's an inside thing. Bet what you got. There's an excitement to him. You know why he says, "I got a sure thing. I'm going to win." When God says, "Go into that battle," because it's a fifth fight. I already fought it. I already won it. I'm preparing your throne. (laughs) Your trophy, your reward. I already, I already have it in hand. All you got to do is step on the feet. Man, there's no excitement here. I worship you. <laughs> Covenant. Covenant. There's a book I bought a couple of weeks ago, and it's called um, The Salt Covenant. I just started getting into it. Man, it's, I recommend you guys get it, it'll give you a greater understanding what God has for you and wants for you? Self-covenant. Covenant, yeah. The Bible says that we are the salt of the world. The Bible says that He is the bread of life. Self-covenant is the salt being poured upon the bread. Indicating relationship with your Creator and Master. Indicating the covenant between each other. Now, the Bible also says that there's two types of salt. There is the good salt and the unsalty salt. And it's also understood that the unsalty salt is good for nothing. It gets thrown to the side, right? The good salt in you, it's your righteousness. It's your right living before God. So to have a covenant with your Creator, with your Master, you must begin to live right. Let's not go to church today and tomorrow, let's go party and have a couple of drinks. There's got to be a separation from you and the world. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying you're going to go to hell if you had that glass of wine. But I'm saying if it begins to bring you to compromise your walk or the way you think, then throw it to the side. Because you have to be pure and holy before the Lord. Because he's coming back for a holy nation. His bride, bride is, is not going to have blemishes on her dress. It can't. He's, he's too holy. He cannot dwell or refuse to dwell where sin's at. Amen, amen. And now there's the grace of God that He's been hanging out with us and and, and blessing us because we're not perfect and we're not there yet. So there is the grace of the Almighty King. And that's why we're here because of the grace I can face tomorrow. I I praise Him because I rose up this morning. But without His grace, oh my God, where would I have been? I might have been dead already. But because of the grace and because of the blood, I am here. And you know what? That song fits you guys too. Not speaking anything you don't know, but in the Covenant with Jesus Christ, there's certain things that releases you once you begin to separate yourself and engage yourself. There's a, 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 a tremendous boldness that comes for you and through you. In my job I was talking to some, uh, some ladies and they were talking about politics. I don't get into politics. I don't get to politics, especially with my job, because, you know, they're sort of like your bosses. Or if you say something they don't like, and then all of a sudden they're looking at you different. But she was talking about a certain candidate, and she mentioned a couple of things. And then she threw church in there. You know, he's a good man. You know, he's, a, he's a faithful man. He's a, he's a, he has his religion. And I went, okay, you open the door. I'm going to talk. I said, I have a problem voting for a person whose integrity in the Word of God is not there, but He's going to call, tell me what He's going to do for me. If you can't be loyal to your Word, if you can't be loyal to your Lord, how are you going to be loyal to me? Amen, amen. That's true. True. If you cannot be loyal to yourself, how can you be loyal to your house? Amen. Amen. And you can't be loyal to your this house, how are you going to be loyal to the Lord? See, I'm not here to put, to put fingers at you. I'm trying to do an awakening and let you know that there's a season coming and it's here. God is getting tired of the in and out Christian, lukewarm brother and sister. He's looking for his children to stand up and bring the standard back where it belongs. There's too much compromising in the house of the Lord. Amen, amen. And actually, in the covenant, the either side who broke the covenant, death came before them. But the grace of God, He's not snuffing us out. He's giving us an opportunity to rise up. hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We have, He eliminates every excuse we have. All we have to do is stand upon His Word. But we cannot just be hearers, because the Word says, No, be just hearers, but be doers. Oh man, in the covenant, there's a responsibility that comes from us to go forth and do what we're supposed to do. Oh, let's go to the pastor. Let's go to the minister. Let's go to the elder. Why? It's The same God dwells in you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Covenant is an awesome thing. What He produces or, or proclaims in the spiritual realm gets manifested in the physical realm. One of the greatest covenants He made was also called marriage. Amen. It was a holy, sacred thing. But man got a hand of it and made a mess out of it. Yes. Now, I'm not talking about the world. I expect them to act that way. I'm talking about the body of Christ. There's more divorces now in the body of Christ, so-called Christians, than in the world. Right. Homie is sleeping with Judy, Mike, and Paul sitting And Hey, what's up? But then they want to come up and ask, I got a word for you. I said, step back. Don't touch me. Get yourself straight first. Oh, who are you? More holy, I? No, I'm not more holy than you. But I'm seeing the fruits that you're producing. Because the Bible says we're supposed to produce peace, love, joy, long-suffering. Not lust, not fornication, not hatingness, not back So if you're producing those fruits instead of these fruits, then you're not operating properly. You're missing. Yes. 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 A seed is going to produce either way, depending where you plant it. If you plant it in its proper elements, it will produce what it was called to produce. But if you don't plant it right, if you don't cultivate it right, it will produce whatever it feels. Whatever it gives to the soul, to the flesh, it will run its own course. And it will give you, and it will throw verses in your face to back it up. What is good? What is the Lord calling you to do? What burning desire He has put upon your heart? What are you supposed to be fulfilling? Not every believer is a pastor, a preacher, evangelism office holder. But everyone has the responsibility to preach the word, to be a, a testimony. To share the good news. Doesn't mean to do that, I have to have a title first. No, because you have the greatest title of all. Son and daughter of the Most High. Yeah. Yeah. Did you forget where He took you from? Did you forget what He saved you from? Then go back into memory and think of what He pulled you out of, of the gutter that He pulled you out of, and what throne He set you upon. Sometimes we need to go back and remember, my God, if it wasn't for you, where would I be? Like one of those nuts running around the streets. I'd probably be the one, hey, I used to be in the corner making fun of you Christians. Because I didn't have the understanding. See, that's why I don't excuse them. I mean, I I don't blame them. They don't know. My people perish for the lack of knowledge, but they don't understand. But he who knows, and still does not do woe unto them. You're sitting here or any house that you're going, and the word of God is being preached, and you're getting stirred up, hey, Jesus, what a word! And you go out there and still do your own thing? Whoa. Am I scaring you? I hope so. I hope I'm scaring the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> And you youth, you youth, man, you guys got power. You yes. don't realize it. Amen. There's so much energy and power in the youth. I wish I knew now, <laughs> back then, when I was younger. Because you guys can, in a minute, unite, in a minute, call an army to get together, in a minute, bring down strongholds if you understood who you are. The enemy doesn't want you to understand because he doesn't want you to be perfected. See, the saving is not only for you, but it's for your sister. It's for your friend. It's for that girlfriend that you've been talking to. He wants you to bring her in too. Into what? Into the understanding that she is greater than what she's seeing right now. Amen, amen. And that, just because I'm a little older doesn't mean I don't have the same authority or the same responsibility. Across the body of Christ, we have been called to share the good news. The Bible of uh, Revelation says, By the testimony of my mouth and by the blood of the Lamb. Bam. Amen. You're all sitting here because of the blood of the Lamb. Now when are you going to be doing the testimony? I will say tomorrow morning, let's go meet the front of the church and let's begin to witness and begin to testify. Three people might show up. Oh, it's not my calling. A that was a liar. It's everybody's calling. <laughs> I don't mean I'm going to put you in the street corner and put the pull You in the pants over there, repent. No, I want you to ask you, riding the train, the same person's 15 years. Hey, hey by the way, my name is Ross. How you doing? Hey, how you, you know, by the way, you know what the Lord says? You don't know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You don't know if this person is concentrating of murder that day or suicide. You don't know that a touch from you might save his soul. Amen, amen. And don't worry what to say. Let me give you a sample. I was working in this place one time. Uh, when, and the, we had six floors. It was the elevator operator. And, and he starts sharing when we were talking. And the Lord tells me, I said, Lord, give me a word for him. He says, tell my love him. I said, Lord, it's a man to man here. You know what I'm saying? I want to tell brother, <laughs> love. You know? Give me a man's word. You know, <laughs> so, I'm, <laughs> so I'm debating with the Lord. Come on, guy. And the guy's like going, you know what? I surrender. I brother, I just got to tell you something. He says, well, the Lord loves you. That's all I said. That's all I said. This guy did everything but the somersault. He ran from the sixth floor to the first floor. Boom, blah, boom, boom, shh. And I, I said, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I said, this guy's going to come at me. All of a sudden, he stopped and he starts to cry. I'm talking about a grown man. I'm looking at him and I said, Go Holy Spirit. And he said, nobody ever told me they love me. I said, Lord, how stupid could I be? I'll never question you again. See, don't worry what you're going to say. God's not looking for educated people. They're good. He's not looking for uneducated people. They're good. He's looking for availability. Yeah. People who are available and allow them to float. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what you lack when you spend time. He'll impart upon you. Alleluia. I can't speak. Spend time with me. You'll be writing books. I can't sing. Spend time with me. You'll be writing songs. You know, if you spend time with your Creator, you'll begin to produce that what He called you to do. You know, and nothing I'm saying here, you guys haven't heard a thousand times. Let's step into the passion that I'm talking about. Get off your blessed assurance and start making moves. What's the blessed Backside. Sun don't shine. And that's it. <laughs> So we say that one of the covenants is the salt covenant. And the salt covenant, the salt is your righteousness, your right living, clean hands, pure heart. The bread is the presence of God. Your sacrifice, translated from the Old Testament to the New Testament, is your praise and prayer. Combined together, produces or releases blessings upon. Now the blessing is not for you. You receive the rewards of victory, but you become a blesser. Now you can walk into a situation and go, "Yo, I've been there, Lord. Yeah. Oh, you want me to talk to him? But I understand where you're going. What the hell wrong with you? Yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, I've been there, I've done that. But you know what saved me? I know this sounds crazy, but Jesus is the answer. He doesn't have to accept the Lord there. Seed's been planted. Maybe it's not your responsibility to save them. Just plant. Actually, it's never our responsibility to save them. Our responsibility is just plant seeds. The only one who can t- convict them and transform them is the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are seed planters. He seeds cultivators. He produces what he calls in. And I know I got a house full of warriors. I know because the Bible says that he called us as we are even though we're not. Manifesting it. Made in my own words. Is that okay, Lord? The Bible says you should not change the word of the Bible. So I just got to ask permission. I'm telling you that there's nothing you can't do if you maintain the covenant. Now there are requirements for the covenant. My covenant with my wife is I will be faithful. The Lord requires nothing less. My requirement with my wife means I'll serve her. My law requires nothing less. It's amazing how they're the same. If I break the covenant with my wife, she has the right to legally separate, divorce me, and go to another covenant. That ain't happening. My watch. <laughs> That's my baby. That <laughs> ain't happening. Good to see you, eh? Just in case nobody knows, there's something in the oven. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, not my watch. Ain't happening. But the Lord says the same thing. That ain't happening in my watch. But He's so gentle, such a gentleman, He won't force you. It has to be free will. Amen, amen. He gave us the, the, respo- the, the privilege to choose, it is our choice. Now, whatever situation you're in, it's your choice. Oh, whatever the, I'm going through this because what you did before, now it's being manifested now. Nothing just happened. You, whatever situation you're going through is because you set yourself up. Whatever lack I'm having is because I didn't prepare before. So it didn't just happen. The only thing that just happened is the person of the Lord, when he comes into our lives, he says, Son, are you ready to surrender? Or oh, because you surrender, here I am. That's the only thing. Instantly, he begins to release the answer, the peace, the joy, the healing, because the love that he has for us. Anything my wife wants, I don't care how tired I am, I don't care what frustrated day I have, she calls, I submit. Because of the love I have for her. Now, in the man's world, in the male's world, hey, hey, you a wimp? And I say, yeah, I'm a wimp for my wife. You got a problem with that? Are you one of those uh, fanatic believers? Yeah, I'm a fanatic believer. You have a problem with that? I know who my God is. I know who I am to my God. I know because of Him I am. And if it wasn't for Him, I wouldn't even be. I'd be still the dust in the ground. And if we go against physical things, man, if I talk about your car, or talk about something about your clothes, watch the attitude rise, and we talk about Jesus, well, you know, you put it say, no, why? Our level of integrity, our level of compromising should be here, and our level of integrity with the Lord should be here. It doesn't mean we need to fight each other, but it does need a uh, brother, sister, uh, excuse me, uh, you're off. Read it for yourself. We have to be able to be a member of God. It's our responsibility. I'll give you a good sample in a few minutes. Everybody knows the story of Saul, soul, right? David, no not David. Salt. salt. what was the what is the story of Saul? Do you know Solomon golo Salt, Solomon Golo the Lord came and destroyed the place. You know do you know that Salt and his wife am I pronouncing his name right? Salt. Salt and Salt L O S A Yeah, yeah, salt. Um, that he was the righteous man in that that city. And Lot, thank you. See, he wasn't Saul. Let me ask her. What's his name? (laughs) Lot. Abraham's nephew. There you go. Lot was supposed to be the righteous man there with his wife and children. We all know what happened there. The Lord can't be destroyed, it. but do you know that he was the salt of the world there? Him and his wife, really, because if he would have manifest the salt, God wouldn't have to destroy the place. Because before the Lord destroyed it, his uncle Abraham interceded in behalf of the city unto yes. God, Amen. and God said, "Well," he said, "Well, Lord, if there's ten righteous people, and what is righteous? People who live right." If there's ten righteous people, would you forgive the, the city? He says, You find me ten, I will not destroy. We know the story. He had to destroy. It because there was not ten righteousness. But my my beef is with the brother. Because he's supposed to be one of the righteous ones. He's supposed to be one of the showed the example. So that means he was salt, but he was he lost his flavor. Because if he had his flavor, he would be contagious. See Praise is contagious. A praise here and a hallelujah there and thank you Jesus over there. It's contagious. Something happens in the atmosphere when the people begin to praise him. Something happens when a salted man or woman begins to pour out his heart upon the nation. Something begins to happen. So he did not fulfill his calling there. But the grace of God sent two angels to tell them to leave. His own son-in-laws didn't believe him. They mocked him. So the, night, the day before the actual event, the angels came, took him, his wife, and his daughters out. And we know the story. They're leaving. But his wife did what? Was disobedience to the command. Amen. What he turned her into? Salt. <laughs> Amazing. Delizioso. He could have told, turned her into anything he wanted. Sure. But he turned her into salt. He turned her into that what she rejected to be. Because if she would have maintained who she was, the salt of the world in that city, possibility she could have caused a chain reaction to other ladies who would have stand in the gap also and garbled and had to destroy it. Amen. So is your salt important? Amen. I call myself the salt of the Lord, but what does that mean? Am I maintaining what those word really actually means? or oh, I just want to run with the title of it. Oh, the Bible says I'm the salt of the world. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know, but it sounds good. It means that we're supposed to be operating in certain principles. It means the sound view can't go down because there's more than ten righteous here. Yeah. Yeah. It means because there's people who are here praising their God, praying to their God, and standing in the right. Amen. So, God is compelled to move according to His covenant. He is compelled over the, because the blood of the land is upon us. He is compelled to move in behalf of you. Let me get you, son. It is His desire anyway. So, all we're doing is fulfilling His desire. Amen. 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 So, what am I doing? I'm trying to stir up you. I'm trying to stir the man within you. I'm trying to stir the salt in you because salt in a salt shaker does nothing. Salt is only effective when it gets sprinkled. So you may be the salt, but if you ain't doing nothing with that salt, it might as well lose its flavor because it's worthless. If nobody in the job knows that you're a holy woman, a man of God, then your your salt is still in the shaker. Certain conversations should change the moment you walk in. Oh, we can't speak that way because the salt is here. Oh, we can't act that way because the salt is here. See, salt demands. (laughs) Salt demands and salt produces. Salt protects us. How many salt are here? How many salty people are here? Amen. I said that the covenant of salt produces boldness, produces power. Because you're operating in the anointing and the power of God, not yours. The covenant brings you understanding who you are. this peace. The farmer is no longer worrying about the thugs. They're going to come in and rob their stuff and hurt their family because he's protected. See, the band is already there. I'm under so-and-so. You mess with me, they'll come and get you. They come in and go, oh, he's protected. So they don't bother him. See, when the enemy comes after you, does he see the banner of Jesus Christ over you? (laughs) Because if he sees the banner of Jesus Christ over you, he goes, I can't touch him. You guys remember when I spoke about the the man, the difference of the one who's been awakened and the one who's still asleep? In the book of Deuteronomy, he comes at you in one direction but fleets in several. The indication that now he understands that you've been awakened. And the Bible says that resist the devil and he must flee. The Bible says that because you have been awakened, He runs from you because He doesn't want to submit to you. Amen. Amen. But He's not going to submit to a salt that's still in the bottle. He's not going to submit to a salt that lost His flavor. It has to be shaken out. You need to be activated. You need to be involved. <laughs> Your prayer life, whoever is praying, I don't want no hands. Your prayer life needs to go to another level. Because you can even get used to where you're at. And thinking you're moving. The evidence of your action should be souls. Amen. The evidence of your action should be souls. Every time God, every time Jesus moved, there was a crowd of souls being blessed. Souls that are being transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Are souls being transferred before you? Are souls, are you leaving a a, 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 a thirst because th- salt leaves you thirsty? Are you leaving a thirst for more? Mm. I am, I'm, I'm really thirsty. I'm drinking like this. <laughs> I mean last week I I, I, I want to make sure I don't pass. So three components. One, your personal relationship, your personal your, your righteousness, living world, clean hands, meaning they can't point nothing at you. A pure heart before the Lord. That is your righteousness before the Father. Your your responsibility is to bring him praise and prayer. That that indicates of the relationship with your with your Savior. Then the bread, meaning the presence of God. You get the three combinations. Explosion. I gave an example last week about. I used, to, I used to train bakers. That you take certain ingredients and you mix them in the bowl and you put it in the heat of the oven. Something happens to those elements. They begin to bump into each other and they begin to spread out. And that, what you call it to be, begins to rise up. And you pull it out and you got a beautiful, whatever the product supposed to be, a beautiful cake or whatever. But if one ingredient is not right, the cake will come out, but it won't be. As it won't look as what it was called to look like. The middle might sink in if it doesn't have enough soda or or, or powder, baking powder. If, if, if the certain flavor is not there, it may look beautiful when you slice into your... No, there's something missing to it. It's not like cooking. You can play with it and taste it and throw a little more salt, a little more water, a little more season, cover it back in and, and voila, you got dinner again. Baking is totally different. The same thing with your relation with God. Something happens from within. When you take the anointing of the presence of the Holy One Himself and you take His Word and you pour yourself into it, something happens from within. The chemicals begin to take change. There's a manifestation that begins to go forth. What's that, what's that caterpillar, what it goes to? What's that word? Metamorphosis. Yeah, say it again. Yeah, that begins to happen. And what happens when it busts out? A beautiful butterfly comes forth. What beautiful beauty is going to bust out of you? You need to be in the position to receive. You need to be in the position to be operated. The potter needs the clay. If you're not willing to have the potter put his hands on the clay, step to the side because there's many other brothers and sisters that are deciding it. You don't understand, once you become the potter, the, the, the clay in the potter's hand, you become the vessel where he can put fu- and be poured. But you need to be salty. That means you need to get hungry again. you remember when you first gave your heart to the Lord? Yes. you remember the last time you were awake? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The last time, the first time I, I, I woke, and when I'm talking about being woke, and I'm talking about giving my heart to the Lord. Amen, amen. The first time I woke up, there was ne- I could not find enough time to be with Him. I lived with my parents. We had a three, four-bedroom apartment, two bathrooms. The apartment will be empty. I will come from work. The apartment will be empty. I will go to the second bathroom behind the toilet bowl. Don't ask me how I got back there. I had the whole apartment. But this that was my spot. Me and him squeezed in like this. And for hours just crying out, worshiping and praising. Him. Oh, Rose, we're going to play ball later. And I would think, you know, I, I would say, I, I would get into prayer. And I would hear the Lord's voice. And, uh, Jose, yes, sir. Yeah, I pray. I said, "Oh, this is awesome, man! You know, as I figured, the deeper I get, the stronger I get. I'm gonna hear his words stronger and deeper." I said, "Oh, man, this is good." But the opposite happened. The more I got into it, the softer his voice. I remember one day I, I was watch, I wanted to watch this program, and it was like, "Oh, man!" I was waiting all week, and oh, now got my juice and sandwich. Bad, bad. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I had to make a choice. I got to repent. I made the wrong choice. I stood there watching it. 10, 15 minutes, I was feeling terrible. I shut it off and I ran. Lord, I'm here. Lord, Lord. He said, but you didn't come when I called you. See, it's not when you wanted, it's when I called you. And I said, Lord, that ain't happening to me again. I wish I could say I never did it again. But I'll be a liar. I did it again. It's a learning process. See, that's why no true, humble, broken vessel before you can point at you and say, yeah, because first he's got to go here. 1st got to go here. I am because of his grace and his mercy and kindness, period. My hope is based on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. But I'm, I want I told y'all, spoke about my education and it wasn't there, and I wasn't able to read and write and do this and, and, or speak well. But the Word says, and the Word says, and you know why? And the Word says. So after a while, the words began to sink in. After a while, something started happening. There's illumination of the Word. That Word, illuminated Word, is information. And once the information gets in, you begin to digest that information. It gives you a time, a season of causing the effect to rise forth. But after a season, that information begins to produce what you, the Word was in the beginning. Amen. Good and faithful. Faithful man. Free by the blood of the Lamb. I am free from the bondage of, of sin and death. You are who you are because who you meditate on or what you meditate on. If you begin to meditate on the lack of that's why you become a lack person because you become lack in time and sharing with the Lord. You become in lack in praising Him because you got no time to praise. I got to get the third job because I need to pay my bills. But if you begin to stand on who God says you are, there's always more than enough time because you're not focused on the... Listen, I went a year and a half without working. My wife at the time had a part-time job. She was getting paid $200 a week. My mortgage was $2,500 a month. That's the mortgage. Add it up. $200 a week times 4 is that's $800. I'm $1,700 short automatically. And I'm talking about food. And I'm talking about gas for the car. And I'm talking about car payments. And I'm talking about heating oil. I'm just talking about the mortgage. I'm $1,700 short. But I'm telling you, a year and a half, I never lost weight. I never fell back on a payment of the mortgage. Or of my bills If God could do a miracle With 200 Imagine what he could do With you Good words are easy To hear by But, but The Bible says Many are called But few are chosen Because God says I'm looking For salty people Salty people The word Salvation Now he goes to look. Oh, yes. Oh, one after my heart. Oh, yes, come. That's why he knows us better than anybody. He created us. That's why he says where two or three are gathered in his midst. That's why where two or three touch and agree, it is fulfilled. Because he knew to get a room of 20, 30, 40, 50 believers and agree. But if I get two or three who come in my name, I could turn this wall upside down. And two or three can do that. Imagine the 70 that are here who get united and focus on Him. Seek the kingdom first and forget about their lacks. Because He who's in the kingdom, there is no lack. He who's united, there is not. Unity is the source of energy. Unity is the source of everything. There is no lack in the word of unity. It is impossible that you say you have the calling of God and you're taking a step, but you don't have the resources to fulfill it. God called you, he he is compelled to supply the resource. And all he asked you is to be salty. So how many salty people we have here? How many salty people, how many people here want to become salty? Who's not salty? How many people here are not sure? How many people here still have not awakened? How many people here are healed, hungry and sick and tired of looking in the mirror and six months down the line seeing themselves in the same situation? Lord, when are you going to move? You know what he's saying? When you're going to move. I gave you the authority. I gave you the power. I gave you the ability to command. So when are you going to command? Well, the sickness that I have. Well, command the sickness because sickness is not for me. By thy stripes you've been healed. Yeah, but I don't have enough money. In the book of Deuteronomy, he says, I give you the wisdom, the skill, the ability to create finances. We have not, because the book of James says, He who is simple acts. Boy, I'm not that smart. That verse killed me because I said, whoa, yeah. Wait a minute, Lord. It don't come any simpler than me. But your voice says, if I trust in thee, if I proclaim in thee, then that what I don't have, I'll get. Salty people change Atmospheres. You know what happens when you pour a lot of salt down the midst of salt. When you begin to pour out, you just don't hit there. The anointing just flies all across. You don't know who you're touching. You don't know who you're touching. You don't know whose life you're touching. You may come down ten years later and say, Sister, I know you don't know me. But what you said, I'm here because of that. You don't know. You don't know how God is using it. And you don't need to know. All you need to do is be faithful in what he tells you to be. And all he's asking you to do is not to become a pastor. He's not asking you to become the de- evangelism. He's not talking about become the next minister of the house. He's not even telling you to open the church. He's telling you, be salty for me. Yeah. Amen. Be salty for me. That I may be able to maintain this covenant as you pour your saltiness upon my bread. As you release your sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving and prayer, I'll have maintained the covenant with you. And that what you lack, you will no longer lack. That what you desire, I might not give you because what I got will be greater. Amen, amen. Amen. Who wants to be salty? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> We need to get away from, yes, I do, and say, yes, Father, I do. Expose me. See, something happened to me a couple of weeks, actually. Um, there was a prophet who came here several months back and told me I needed to separate myself. He told me I need to back off. You know, I didn't get offended from the comment, which I could have, if I would allow my flesh to take over. I said, okay, Lord, let me see what happens. Let me see what it is you're telling me. You know what he was telling me? You're too busy, boy. I need you more with me. He's teaching me how to pray again. He's teaching me how to wait upon Him again. You know, our seal for God is great, but we get so busy that we run our seal and no anointing. We run our seal and no character. There has to be a balance in the walking of, of, of a believer. Because word alone and no passion is dangerous too. Because word alone, then all you become is a, a debater of the word and never a producer of the word. But one who is who is hungry or has also one who's just in seal and just runs with the seal of the Lord, of, of the Lord without having the knowledge of the word of the Lord, it's also dangerous. Because he'll run in faith and run into a wall and say, the Lord didn't back me up. Nobody told you to be there. That's not what the word of God says. That's why you need a balance of the word of God with the seal of the passion of the soul marriage, the unity, are oh, explosion, because now you're operating in the understanding what God wants you to fulfill. Amen. And if you're operating on what He wants you to fulfill, you can't miss, because He'll guide you, huh, too much, huh, to the, to the left, faster, you're moving too slow. Don't speak to that one. You need to separate yourself from some people you're talking to, some people you're sharing with. You need to shut up and spend more time in talking to Him. <laughs> my greatest friend is my wife. I tell her everything and she pushed me. You're not saying that No, nobody. I'm just bouncing off you because I got to let it out. You know, so I, at least I can hit you and you slap me back. And I said, I can take it. But I don't, before I make the mistake with somebody else, she goes, Oh, because I'm watching you. I love her. I love her. She do not let me get away with nothing. That's her love of a wife. Because if she let me get away with things, she won't love me. She won't be protecting me. So stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I was told I got to get out of here. Sorry. Covenant people prevail over their enemies because they please their God. Are you pleasing your God? Are you a pleasing unto your master and creator? Or you're keeping him on your knees and praying. See, a seed produces that what has been command commanded to produce after his own kind. And the farmer or the gardener grabs his fruit and they go, Good. See, those are the last words we want to hear. Good and faithful servant. Enter the rest of your Lord. Or oh, depart from me, for I never knew you. Choice is yours. Maintain in the body, in, in the salt shaker, or be poured out? Be poured out with flavor, or be poured out that flavor? Just because you're being poured out, doesn't mean you're being affected for Him. Because the enemy also is a copycator, copy or duplicator uh, uh, of what God produces. God produces love, He produces fake love. God produces feet, Peace, he produces fake peace. He produces confidence and assurance in him. He produces fake confidence on materials and stuff. See, he copycats everything that God does, but the opposite effect. So, even though I'm in the shaker, and even though I'm being shaken, but is that good salt? Good salt is your righteousness before God, it's your right living. Clean hands. Clean hands indicates one cannot point at you because you're living right. If your hands are clean and you have a pure heart, you're walking a righteous life. And if you're walking a righteous life, then you're Joe. Then God can tell the enemy, hey, <laughs> have you thought about my brother? He's mine. <laughs> you want to mess with him? I got his back. But he says, Lord, I, I can't touch him because, like you said, you got his back. He said, that's right. You can't touch him. He's one of my righteous. He's, that's my homie there. You know what the homie got? Everything he asked for. You know what the homie did? Everything the father told him to do. And when the enemy came and stole, he got ten times back. See, there's nothing that the enemy can't do that God can out- outdo him. And if you're maintaining the relationship with him, even what seems bad is good. Because that's what the enemy's unleashed to destroy you. God says, opportunity to bring me glory. And bring my people victory. Opportunity to bring me glory and bring my people victory.